0: Breaking news, Scum, the CEO of Juge Plus and assistant to the commissioner of the LB Dynasty League that we are all in, has been accused of insider trading, embezzlement, running back laundering, and draft malfeasance. We're going live to the press conference now.
1: Ladies, gentlemen, I'm, I'm here to keep this brief. I, Scum, am innocent of all charges. Uh, Scub, this is Martavis McMart from the LV Dynasty Review Journal. Allegedly, you had knowledge of the pending pick from the commissioner beforehand, and I'm going to stop you right there. I had no knowledge of this, and I deny any wrongdoing in the matter. But did you use your position to gain an advantage in the draft? <laughs> I, I have not and would not do anything of the sort.
0: Uh, uh, excuse me here, this is Wally Watkins of the the Dynasty Times. Uh, Scott, have you ever used your powers to your advantage in any capacity
1: whatsoever? How dare you, sir? that that is a nonsense question. I can't even believe that. It's like if I were to ask you a nonsense question like rank the the five senses in order, how would you respond to that? Uh, uh, yeah. Exactly. I bet you wouldn't even know that the correct order is obviously sight, taste, touch, hearing, smell, but that's beside the point. Sorry, I am getting word from my legal team that we're cutting this short. I'm done here. No further questions. Scott, Scott, wait. Scott, wait. Whoa, 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 hold on. We're
0: not done you here. We got more questions.
1: There's there's still a few things i feel
0: like we need to figure out here. Well, you know, this is, a, this is a stunning, stunning lack of clarity from scum just now. We will monitor this developing situation as it goes on. A running back stolen. A skating Bronco slighted. Accusations of deception and thievery at the highest levels of the league. As the foremost podcaster, journalist, and investigator this side of the Mississippi, I knew I had to take this case and find out what really happened that fateful day in August. Did scum, our scum, have this kind of treachery in him? Is he scum? Or was there something deeper and darker at play? Are there things below the surface that bubbled up? Hidden debris that rose to the surface that reveals not trickery or fraud, but licentious and wanton desires of a man's black heart. I started looking for one answer, but came across something that I never, ever would have pegged. Scummer of secrets, scummer of darkness, scummer of handcuffs. There's something deep and dark here at play, and I don't know what it is, but someone's got to figure it out.
1: He—he he really is scum. That guy's a piece of scum. He sure
0: he is. Fantasy analyst, podcast host, and producer. A family. Member. No one would have thought he'd commit a draft crime with his power, but that is until the gym Bomb dropped.
2: Yeah, this is Jim Bomb. I told the commissioner my pick, and then all of a sudden, the Gold Commission takes him instead. I don't think that would have happened without any trickery.
0: Scum, <sighs> did you let your greed get the best of you? You are coming off back to back titles, two in a row. But has the glory gone to your head? Are you at a point where you do whatever it takes to stay on top, using your position to gain information and cut the throats of anyone to get your way? This league is your friends. This league is your family. Did this draft pick this infamous 4.04 show that you treat your closest people as stepping stones or was there another force leading you astray was this your garden of eden did brendan the snake the deceiver put the name in your ear so that you would take the temptation and fall I had a hunch that a repeat villain might have been working in the shadows once again, licked his wounds from the chub trade and decided to get back in the fray and worm-tongue his way into more dissension. Through great personal peril, I went right to the source. Do nothing, commish.
2: (laughs) No, of course I didn't set up scum, even though I wanted to.
0: So oh, uh, Brandon, you uh, you didn't tell him your plans or, or a grand master plan
2: before, before this happened? I didn't get a chance to. He had already made up his mind before I told him any picks of the draft. I was trying to go to the Raiders game.
0: Does anybody ever make up their mind before the draft? You know that in this game, it's always ever changing and people have their fingers in everyone's business. So tell me again, what were you really doing at
2: that Raiders game? Well, what I was trying to do was I was trying to scout the best receiver in the league, Brian Edwards, because I'm Brandon and I love Brian Edwards. And I have friends and connections, so I get seats to Raiders games, to SummerSlam, to car things. I'm Brendan, I have connections, I sell Amazon things. But back to scum. I, I was pretty hesitant to tell him what the picks were going to be because psh, I'm jealous of the photoshops that he does during the slow draft because they're way better than mine. But I never did. So I guess he must have already had a sight set on Justin Jackson.
0: You are correct. His photoshops are a lot better than yours. So this is starting to make a little bit more sense. Sounds like there was a little bit of uh,
2: jealousy. Listen, I am the last person that beat Juge in the championship. So, I'm probably the next person to do it too.
0: Again, this is Brandon. I do things as the commish. Scum was already planning on scumming Jim. Why? Scum historically has been very anti-Justin Jackson. What change was in the winds that blew him into such a precarious position? Well, There's another nefarious character in this tangled web. Hesse. The Hawaiian guy. The Hawaiian native. The island man. The ultimate agent of chaos. What twisted thoughts did he have contributing to this? I had to make a phone call I never thought I would make again, especially after last year's investigation. That led me down a very dark path. But the more I want out, the more he pulls me back in. What's up, Snake? Freaking hessy, man. What is... What's going on out there, dude? Bro, I don't even know. I just... I was trying to trade with dudes, and now all of a sudden, everyone's mad. I don't know what's going on. And I just think... Honestly, man, I just think they're just always there's always something to gripe about. There's always something to look into. And, man, you've been on some questionable uh, takes. You've been on some questionable deals. Uh, and we just all are, just kind of want to figure out what's going on. I mean, that whole... I don't know what's going on here. What was it? A fourth round pick? Uh, And there, I thought, I mean, fab money, Jesse, come on, man. Hesse. what's going on? (laughs)
2: Like with every trade that I'm in, like with Bobo, like with Matt, I win the trade. I mean, listen, I got $15 in fab. Last year, I spent a hundred dollars on on uh, da, da, on on Dearest Johnson. Spent a hundred dollars, and now I can do that again and still have fifteen more dollars. I'll tell you what, I wouldn't have spent fifteen dollars on Justin Jackson or whoever. The only Justin Jackson I like is the one that was drafted by the Kings.
0: Yeah, yeah, I guess you're right there, Hesse. I mean, you could always use a little bit more fake money in your wallet to really make that push for the the playoffs and the championship. But man, this sure did cause a scuttlebutt in the league, and it sounds like you were part of it. So I just wanted to just uh, you know uh, wanted to figure out what it is that's going on in your brain. It sounds like there's a uh, not a not a whole lot.
2: Yeah, man, I actually I'm the one that offered the $15 a fab for my fourth round pick. I offered that to Jules on Monday. I think that was like five days before the draft and he accepted it. And I was like, huh, what a dummy. I I totally, I totally smoked him in that trade.
0: Well, it's always good to hear from you, and to get inside that brain and behind those, uh, that forked tongue, so we understand exactly what it is that happened here. Now it's all, it's all very clear
2: as mud. Yeah, man, can't hear from you too. I, I live in Hawaii now. Used to live in Seattle, then Hawaii, then I don't know, back and forth a lot. But she, what was the last time I saw you? I thought, was it like a, a Chinese restaurant that we went
0: to? I think it was, Hesse. About six, seven, eight, ten years ago, something like that.
2: Yeah, crazy man crazy Woo-hoo.
0: getting answers from Hesse is like chasing the wind illogical impossible to grasp it was time to go to the source i had to talk to scum but little did i know it would be a conversation with a completely different man than i expected Everybody, it is Sneak Sweets, the number one sweet sponsor of the Scum and Sneak Show. <laughs> Try saying that three times fast. Anywho, week one is just around the corner, and I want to hear from you. What is your week one sweet treat that you treat yourself? With on week one of the fantasy football season and the NFL season. Woo wee! Is it donuts? Is it cronuts? Is it scones? Is it pancakes? Is it crepes? Is it waffles? I want to hear from you, but I'm going to tell you a little secret from Shea Sweet. Week one, you've got to start with your simple yet elegant cake sprinkled donuts. You cannot miss it. You cannot forget about it. It is going to set you up for success on week one. Sneak Sweets is here to help you throughout the rest of your season. I want to hear from you. We love you. Sneak Sweets. Yeah. All right, Scum, this is, uh, this is Schnee, you know your fellow podcast mate, uh, member of the league, uh, best friend. I would be remiss if I didn't talk to you about what's been going on in the league. There seemed to be a big hullabaloo about something that went down between you, Jimbo, Justin Jackson, a fourth-round pick. Honestly, I'm a bit lost, so I want to just kind of throw it to you. Tell me, what was the reason behind you grabbing Justin Jackson? Uh, why did you want to attach him to yourself, you know, kind of at the hip, at the wrist, at the ankle, uh, you know, just uh, put him in bed with you? I just didn't understand.
1: Snake, it's, it's really weird being on this side of the table from you, but, you know, I guess I got to defend myself. It's weird that I've caught so much heat in the media, in the group chat, from from people that I thought, you know, were, were fans of me were mm-hmm. supporters, but you know, I guess, I guess there's just gonna, this is going to come with the territory. Right. So overall overarching, right. Over the bedpost, I guess we can say, I think handcuffs are really important. I think you need to just be tied, be bound, heck even gagged to a group of running backs especially in our league. I think it's just really important that you have insurance against injury. You also have the ability to, you know, kind of control your fate. Like it's, it's about control. It's about, you know, kind of dominating your future, right? So you got to have your lead running backs subs, the guys that sub in for him, if he's hurt, maybe he misses a, few, three games, whatever, you have the production from the backfield. It's probably going to be less, but you're not scrambling on the waiver wire that in our league is just nothing, right? Just a wasteland, just naked, just buck naked, right? I would, it's, it's hard, it's hard for me to really disagree
0: with everything you said that you, you make a lot of valid points to the reasoning behind it. And I think, you know, if I could just add a little bit of an unbiased third party, It's the Chargers, right? You want to be bound to the Chargers. You've got Eckler. I think you still got Josh Kelly and you got Justin Jackson. There's nothing wrong with being bound to your players, connected in a way that just brings you closer. Your guys that you build your team around, it's like a chain, and you are all chained together throughout history, throughout time, and it allows you guys to become closer, uh, understand each other's. Wants and desires when you're when you're chained together in such a uh, you know dare I say you know a romantic relationship, the fate honestly kind of what you're talking about and what happens in the league between the pod and between moves and between t- trades and waiver wire pickups, the fate of a dominant manager really comes down to the rest of the league, your enemies, uh, the rest of the people that you know are below you. They are at your feet, almost almost at your service when you're in such a dominant owning fashion of players and of the league, it's really hard to break the bonds that tie such, uh, you know, connected people together. And that's what is, it's all I'm seeing here with you, Justin Jackson, and the way that you build your team is, you know, there is just, the bond is too strong and they all uh, want to be uh, next to you and involved in that sort of precarious relationship. And, uh, it's a really hard, uh, you know, uh, dungeon to pick that lock.
1: Yeah, it really, it like tickles me, right? These accusations, it's like you got like a feather or or a wand or something, right? Like Jim was saying that he tried to give me Justin Jackson last year. No, he didn't. I would have loved to have Justin Jackson last year. I wanted to go through it with him. I wanted to get whipped. I wanted to put on the armor, put on the leather, and go at it hard with Justin Jackson on the squad. I didn't have that. So I've been kind of waiting, hoping, wishing, you know, really begging, really, you know, pleading, like whatever, whatever you need to make it happen. I would probably do like, what's, I know what like honestly, the in our trade, you know, exactly. It sounds like Justin Jackson would have excited
0: you and Made you really just kind of got your blood flowing and would have really kind of solidified your feeling on being a part
1: of that connection. You know, when I saw that Jim didn't keep him, I was really hard up on getting him, just really, really focused. So that's why, that's why I initiated the trade talks with Jesse. That's why I wanted to get into the fourth round. And again, really just kind of tie up chain up that backup like we already talked about, make sure that they were make sure that they were where I wanted them in the right position, uh, exactly how I envisioned it and needed it. Yeah, very, very good there uh, very good
0: references, very good uh, ability to find your way around this this dirty, you know, Thought that you're out here trying to be sneaky when you're very forthcoming, honest, upfront and you you talk to your your league mates, uh, all your juge plus uh, subs uh, in a very kind, caring uh, way. And even when trades are over with you, you give your proper aftercare and you give your proper love and support uh, so that everybody knows that you are still uh, the one to beat and you are still on top and everybody else is like I mentioned uh, at your feet, almost begging, uh, pleading, uh, and you know, almost giving you a, that the tribute that you do often feel like you deserve, just like the subs. Uh, it would juge Ju- plus and uh, all the hosts or all the host of players that you uh, kind of keep in your web, in your lair. There's nothing wrong with uh, kind of going out there and getting what you want, uh, showing everybody what you want, who you are. Uh, and like we said, now, Justin Jackson is a part of that, uh, another cog in the wheel, and uh, the
1: scummer of handcuffs is rife with you once again. Yeah, I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you see that. I hope everyone else does. You know, I'm sprawled out, laid bare, um, not hiding anything, not ashamed. I'm open about it. But like I said, after we have the talks, after we make the moves, you know, I'm still here, I'm supportive regardless of what happened, regardless of how, you know, rough and rowdy it might've got, maybe even got a little painful. Exactly. You're not afraid to
0: take your lumps. You're not afraid to take the pain. You're not afraid to take uh, the
1: sting on the backside and uh, move on and, and go forward. That's all it is. So when people throw around these accusations of me using my position, my top position to what, to really gain? No, I'm, I'm a giver, honestly. That's how I feel. Now, it might come across in in what people aren't used to or accustomed to. It might be a little taboo for people. True. But at the end of the day, I mean, I don't think I've done anything wrong. No, and and I don't think you have either. And a lot of
0: people in the league kind of go through their fantasy season with a blindfold on. They, uh, you know, covering their ears, sensory deprivation. They don't want to see. They don't want to hear. They don't want to taste. They don't want to feel anything that's going on. They just want to hope that it all works out. But you, on the other hand, you take full control. You grab everything by the leash, by the collar of all the players you want, all the routes you want to take, and you lead them to the promised land, which we've seen the last two years. You have won this league uh, with a dominant but loving, caring, and authoritative hand. While a lot of people I see who do come up and bolster about accusations of Uh, Nefarious trades and what have you. Like I said, they're just uh, your run of the
1: mill, bottom feeding subjugates. Yeah. I mean, listen, fantasy is not black and white. There's definitely shades of gray. You got to dabble in there. You got to get into everything. You got to search every nook and cranny, you know? Exactly. If you're too afraid to find, to get in, to get to all the different orifices of a league, then maybe you shouldn't be playing. Yeah, and again, like I said, I'm not here to severely hurt or damage anyone, but to get to the finish, to get to completion, to be at the top of the league, you know, we're we're not missionaries out here. We can't be just nice and try to help everyone. You've got to, at some point, look out for yourself, get yours, and it's not malicious, but... know if you if it's time it's time to finish it's time to finish you know i i 100 agree and i think you
0: just said it perfectly well for all of our listeners everyone out there that might have had a uh different view scum after everything we've talked about after everything that has happened
1: do you wish anything had gone differently uh no there's there's no other way this could have gone i always want to be handcuffed i need to be handcuffed How could I not? How could I not? A
0: man of success and ambition. A man of secrets and addictions. I started this journey trying to see if I could catch a thief. I'm ending it with a newfound appreciation for being bound. Bound to plans. Bound to lusts. Bound and gagged because the world can never know who you are. We all have those dark wants that we are scared to admit, even to ourselves. But sometimes we can't help it. And our actions, good or bad, or ugly, our actions make that darkness Scum to the surface. This episode of Scum Are You Serial was presented by the Scum and Sneak Show and brought to you by Snake Sweets. I'm your host Snake. If you're out there dealing with scum thoughts. It's time to reach out, get out, and get help. From all of us at the Scum and Sneak Show, good night and good luck. Bye!
1: tie that he had on though
0: (laughs) (laughs) he does always have a good head of hair on him he knows how to fix that hair
2: doesn't he but still your friends